Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. Two years. Over two years, we've been talking and interviewing and changing lives out there with uh, information about how you can succeed in uh, entertainment, how you can become a successful entrepreneur through interviews, because these interviews allow individuals to hear stories, stories that are consistently tied to faith, consistently tied to hard work, consistently tied to having a plan and taking advantage of the opportunities that the plan makes available to you. That's the key to listening to this show. That's the key to understanding the values that this show can bring to you. I, this show is uh, heard every Monday in Atlanta, Georgia from 10 a.m. to noon. This episode of Money Making Conversation can be heard on Sirius XM Channel 141 on Howard University campus and Sirius XM Channel 142 on HBCU campuses and can be downloaded on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast, Stetcher, and SoundCloud. Now, if you have Alexa in your home, in your apartment, in your condo, simply enable money-making conversations, and I'll start updating you on how to be successful in your kitchen, your bathroom. You can have a, you can be relaxing in your tub with wine and a candlelight, and I just start motivating you to get out of there, dry off, and go do something for your, with your career. Each money-making conversation radio podcast is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They, in turn, deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. My next guest is a longtime friend. He's a graduate of the University of Washington before he attended Harvard Business School and its prestigious executive program. I have known him for over two decades. We go all the way back to the Master P days. And he's received industry awards like the Pioneer Award from the African American Film Critics Association. The Game Changer Achievement Award from Uptown Magazine and Kia Motors. Ebony Power 150, I was there when he received that honor. And Black Enterprise Top 50 Power Brokers. He is the president of Cold Black Films, Laugh Out Loud, and Heartbeat Digital. That's Kevin Hart. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. I call him a dear friend because he really is Jeff Clanagan. Hey, thanks for shining. And first, I want to say congratulations on two years with the show. Um, it's very inspirational. He's giving out a lot of good information that people really need because people a lot of people need direction especially if you're being an entrepreneur so i just want to say first congrats on the show well thank you thank you it's been amazing man because uh you know i started the show on a humbug just six weeks of promotion you came on my show supported me and uh and just just showed me and i was at the early stages of developing the whole digital platform for kevin hart and uh laugh out loud where are we at and all that because i know at the time you was about to get his own uh XM Channel and all those things. So where are we at in that? Just update me a little bit on what, what's happening in the Kevin Hart world and also the Code Black world. So the Kevin Hart world, where I'm involved, is really his his digital platforms. Mm -hmm. The Laugh Out Loud is a digital act. Now, when I say digital, here's the thing. The reality, <laughs> this digital space, or what, let's call it the streaming space, which yes, is probably sir. a term that everybody has heard, mm -hmm. changes every six months. The model, the business model changed every semester. So when you start out, when we started out a couple of years ago, the model has entirely changed. When we started out, wow. it was going to be subscription video on demand. Which right. Subscription is like Netflix. You pay $5.99 for on demand. Mm -hmm. But now what's happening, you've got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, 
You've got Disney coming to the game. You've got Warner. At the end of the day, a consumer is only going to subscribe to so many subscriptions. And so, so what's happened is there's been a, in a literally in the last three to four months, mm-hmm. there's been a huge shift towards advertising video on demand, which is for the consumer is good news because that means you get to watch content for free. There you go. Now there are ads that are fed, not in not in the same rate or manner that you see on traditional linear TV, but the model is now AVOD, which we call it linear digital because it's not it's not on linear television. It's still streamed through the internet, but there are these platforms like if you got Voodoo or Roku or Pluto or Tubi, you you, you have these platforms that are embedded in flat televisions, and then you can pick and choose where you want to watch the content. So our model right now from a distribution is we're locking in distribution with all of these platforms because that's where the the new streaming is going to, the new model for streaming is going to be at. And once you aggregate all those different platforms, you can reach anywhere from 75 to 100 million people in the same way that traditional cable can. Right, but you're selling uh, cost per point and advertising things like that. It really, is, it really is amazing because I remember when uh, when Jeff and I, when he first was talking about the launch, he said I, I, I sent him some um, some shows I had created, and then all of a sudden, when the show launched, I didn't hit his age demo because, you, like I said, it just keeps shifting, and then it became a subscription base. Now, but now, now that, does that mean now that you uh, have a uh, a sales team tied to the uh, to the brand? But uh, yes. Because now our sales team, though, what we do is go out and sell very targeted brand partnerships. So, for example, our biggest show, which is the biggest, literally the biggest show, sports show on the internet, is Cold as Balls, which is Kevin's interview show. Mm-hmm. Now that's tied to a that's tied to a brand, Old Spice. So there was a direct relation for Old Spice that came on as a presenter for the show, and we've had other brands tied into it. Like we also we just did it. We just roll out a campaign with AT&T, so we're doing branded campaigns. Mm-hmm. But when we're on these advertising video demand platforms, they have their own sales team and they're feeding their own ads. So our job, which is which is great, is really just to drive eyeballs to our content, which is something we you know we're very good at doing. Right, the <laughs> that's really the visionary part of our of you, you know, because I I know that first of all, I'll just tell you something about Jeff. Very humble, low-key, always thinking, always thinking. I know that my relationship started with Master P, but it picked back up from Steve Harvey because he was the first one that understood the value of stand-up comedy and started knocking on all the stand-up comics' doors and saying, hey, you should do a DVD special. You should do a DVD comedy special. And that really laid the groundwork for you starting to get content, right? A hundred percent. That starting to do those specials and then – Right at the cusp of, you know, when we started, I think our first one with Steve, I think that was a VHS, but we, we quickly moved into DVDs, but being right there when the whole DVD phenomenon started. Mm-hmm. And see, so I kind of like it right now, is right now, streaming is the new is the new DVD. Right. Because how, how are you delivering content directly to the consumer and it's through a streaming platform? Now, here's the interesting part, because it's, it's so funny, because I can just see us crossing platform eras, because... VHS, because we were still doing, we would go to like uh, record stores. And I remember we were going to Chicago and, and it was doing the record stores up there to, to, to push out the, the VHS and also to push out the DVD when it came out. And so now the fact that, and it's not that long ago, it's really, it's not that far long ago that all this was happening. The fact that now, you know, everything's tied to streaming and the, and the platforms of competition are so incredible. That's what you're saying is that, 
you know, we could charge, but then you're competing with so many people who have giant promotional buckets where they can just keep selling and selling and selling, and they can tell people to undervalue your opportunities that would be available on your digital platform. Correct, Jeff? That, that is 100% correct. See, here's, a, here's an interesting, you know, the interesting thing about Hollywood, you know, you're looking at the trades every day and reading all those articles. Everybody's talking about Xbox streaming. What they don't do is you travel, I travel, so you know what it's like in middle America. You've right. been to Tulsa, Oklahoma, right. Freeport, Louisiana. Now, we kind of have an understanding of what the consumer's appetite for. Now, they're not reading all these articles and stuff that's coming out. So when you start bombarding them with, uh, Hulu Plus and Netflix and that, 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 that. they're like, wait, 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 I got a cable. I got rabbit ears. I watch my TV because it's too much for middle America. And that's where I, I think the SBOT subscription is going to implode that because it's a bunch of executives in, in tech companies in the Bay Area in L.A., Boston, New York, talking about this. And we're rolling out streaming. We're rolling out streaming. But they really are not in touch with the consumer or middle America in terms of what actually is that consumer going to subscribe to? How many how many subscriptions is that going to person have? Because it's not just the TV stuff. It's like that person may be subscribing to Spotify for their music or Spotify right. or something else. Or right. Other subscriptions. So there's more that it's more than just the streaming content because there's other subscriptions that that person is probably subscribing to. That's that's really a. I always enjoy talking to Jeff because I know that. Well, him and I really can talk about the business side and also talk about the visionary opportunities that are out there. But the one thing you have to realize is that you have to be ready for change. And that's all you're saying in this in this first break is that, hey, you can't be locked down saying, I'm going to be a diehard. I'm a subscription guy. This is where we're going to ride it out. This has been my business model. You have to be, have a flexible business model, correct? A hundred percent. That that is my motto. The bite's motto has to be flexible, and you can't be afraid to move. You cannot be afraid to move away from what you started on doing because the market and the consumer is going to basically drive your business model. I, I'm like, the consumer controls your brand because the consumer is going to tell you what they want, how they feel about your brand, and how they want to consume content. And you cannot dictate or change consumer. The advertising is no longer one way like it used to be. The consumer is going to tell you how they want their content. You got to be flexible with your model. Now you got a couple of upcoming original productions and you have some projects in development. Tell us about those cold as balls. What the fit Doris Payne and fly girl. Okay. So it, we're like, we're playing two things. Two clients I have coming up under, which are Kevin Hart branded or under laugh out loud is we're doing the second season of what the fit, which is basically a fitness show, um, entertainment show with Kevin and celebrities, and that's gonna that's a YouTube or that's a YouTube original production. It's only one of, I think they only have three original productions going. On. It's a big production with TV like budget. Right. So that's the next thing we're shooting that in September, and then we're also shooting our next cycle of Cold as Balls in August, which actually we got to get Stephen A. Smith on. <laughs> we got to get Kevin on. So those are the next two Kevin Hart um, digital. Those shows live on YouTube. Those are very YouTube-specific. Mm-hmm. On the feature film side, the, mm-hmm. the, pro- the two projects that I'm most excited about, because I haven't really got to, in my career, produce these kind of projects, is I have the life story right. And if you're listening, you can just Google her. Her name is Doris Payne. She's a notorious uh, jewel thief. She's probably 88 years old now. Um, 
And she she was a jewel thief. She went she basically went around the world and stole millions of diamonds. Um, mm-hmm. And she and she and she started it because of um, it was an impulse because of her economic. Cause she this is back in like in, in the fifties and sixties. And Tessa Thompson is attached to star in it. That that's the one I'm really excited about because there's a lot of buzz on it. Like I said, oh, you, you got Google, Tessa Thompson. Come Google on now, George Payne. You'll see all kind of all kind of stuff um, on her. She's re- really really well known. Now I got a minute left here. Fly Girl. Now I've been knowing about Fly Girl. I actually was approached by to do Fly Girl. That's been out. That's that's been out there for a minute. How did you gain possession of that project, and what's the future of it? Um. So, so basically, I was able to. Go after the book series. There's a three book series, and I, and I opted the book series. It went through a lot of development. We had, we went through a lot of scripts trying to figure out what to do with it. So, at this point right now, we're developing it into a trilogy. Right. Uh, we're probably going to do it as a TV trilogy movie or a series because we have a lot of big streamers that are interested in it because of the success of the book sales, and that's the direction we're going with it right now. Right. Well, my man Jeff, uh, appreciate you. Uh, I know you pulled on the side of the road doing your thing. Uh, I'll be out in L.A. Uh, next week, actually, because I'm doing, uh, you know, I got the contract for the Air National Guard where I do all the marketing and branding in all 50 states. So uh, if you're in town, I'm going to give you a call, drop you on the text line, find out if you're available, because sure, I'll be right. out there all next week. Okay, let's make up. Okay, my brand. Be safe, and thank you for this interview. Appreciate you, Jeff Klanigan. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg. 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. It's Rashawn McDonald. I'm back. And I got company. <laughs> well, guess what, everybody? You're listening to Money Making Conversation, and the goal of Money Making Conversation is to, you know, bring back my, some of my favorite people. who get, And this show is about information. I have one of my favorite people in here because this show is about entrepreneurship. And you, you can't get any better when you bring the head of the SBA of the state of Georgia and have her sit right next to you and for two breaks to be able to answer questions that, I personally need to get answered, and also information in general that you want to speak about. Let me introduce you to who she is. My next guest is the Georgia District Director of the U.S. Small Business Administration, the SBA as it's known. In this role since May 2002, she is responsible for overseeing the implementation of the SBA's financial counseling, training, and business development programs for small businesses throughout Georgia, the entire state. She holds a B.A. degree in American government from Cornell University and an M.A. degree in urban studies from Trinity University in San Antonio, Texas, which is my state. She is also a graduate of the Federal Executive Institute in Charlottesville, Virginia. Please welcome back 
to Money Making Conversation, my good friend, Terry Dennison. Hello. And by the way, <laughs> Texas is my state, too. Uh, you know. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, oh, you know, that, it, I always uh, like the fact that you, you've crossed the, you know, this country. And you've, so it means you've experienced a lot of conversations, a lot of personalities. It, has that helped you in your role of being over the SBA? Oh, definitely. Because uh, from each assignment or position yes, or location, uh, you know, there's different things to learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And or you get new ideas that you can take with you to the next location. Right. What did, what did you know, you, everybody wants to be a small business owner. I know I told about my story in 92 when I opened my comedy club and I just jumped out there, put a sign outside, put charge, charging people $10, didn't know about taxes, didn't know about licenses. And then I went down to the small business and you guys offer assistance for free. Why do you feel that people don't know? I'm not saying they don't. I didn't know. You know, and I think that people still don't know. Is it because people feel that it's difficult? They don't want to know? What, what, what stops them from doing it right? Oh, wow. Um, I think it's part of partly what you've just said mm-hmm. that people are concerned especially if you talk about the federal government oh mm-hmm. I don't want the federal government in my business <laughs> or they feel like it's going to be a hassle mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of hoops to jump through mm-hmm. and there are hoops to jump through but that's a good yeah. thing because in the end you really want to know what you owe and what what is what is really your profit margin because in the end, you know, I didn't know I had to pay taxes on my tickets that I sold to the customers. So eventually I did know and I had to pay for that. So I was living in a false profit lane. And I think that that, that really doesn't give you the true estimate. But if, if, in short, before we get started, just, just a global look at what exactly from your point of view and your leadership that the SBA provides to a established business or new business? Let's talk about the new business first. Okay. Well, I think one of the best things we do is provide a sounding board Mm -hmm. uh, when someone has an idea. Mm -hmm. Say, okay, we see a kernel of uh, practicality in that, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. we need to massage that idea more to make it practicable and also to make it uh, a success. Mm -hmm. I think one of the big mistakes is that people run off and take off with the first version of the idea that they have. Right, right, right. And they end up losing a lot of time and money that way. Mm -hmm. But if you come to us, we can kind of help you decide if this is a good direction to go into, what you would need to do. But, you know, that's what paranoia, stealing my idea. I don't want nobody to steal my idea. You know, I have this original thought. If I go down there, where they steal? And next thing I know, I turn around the corner, and my my business idea is on this corner. How do you calm these Calm individuals down. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I come from a writer's background, so creative uh, freedom is always there. There's a stand-up comic you was always worried about somebody stealing your joke. Again, you have to talk to somebody to understand the value or the legs or the opportunities for your business because down there, you you provide guidelines, you provide books. If you want to open a club, you can talk about how, how expensive this space insurance would be for if it's three thousand square feet. How many chairs? It's a lot going on at the SBA that people need to know about, correct? Well, in terms of the confidentiality issue, Mm -hmm. first of all, as federal employees, we cannot gain gain Mm -hmm. from our day-to-day work. Yes, ma'am. So Mm -hmm. counseling and consulting with people is part of that. And that extends to our resource partners, SCORE, Mm -hmm. Small Business Development Centers, Women Business Centers, Mm -hmm. Veteran Business Outreach Centers, all those consultants 
are bound by the same code of ethics. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about an established business that's out there, maybe in a business one year, maybe two years or multiple years, really haven't found their footing yet. How can the SBA help them out? Well, we can help them with uh, strategic planning. Yes, ma'am. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we can look at their business model to see you know, how it's working and precisely where it's not working. Right, right. And mm-hmm. provide ideas to how to take some of that, even if things are going well, mm-hmm. to make them better. Right, right, right. And how do you make it better? I mean, I won't, won't put you on the spot there, but I'm just trying to really, this is a great interview right, for me personally because I'm just, I'm just talking about certain things that I feel that I know people have come up to me have stopped themselves from being successful because they're afraid. They're afraid of communicating. And then guess what? The people they're talking to don't know either. So it's like, you know, a dummy talking to another dummy. And I'm just trying to get people to step out of that box and go to the SBA. And and where are you located in in, in Atlanta, Georgia? Well, our offices are uh, at Peachtree Center in Harris Tower, third floor. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, the Atlanta SCORE chapter, the original SCORE chapter, Mm because we have two now in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is co-located with us. What is SCORE? SCORE, um, in right in the uh, Small Business Act, is the Service Corps Retired Executives. Mm-hmm. They're trying to be simply SCORE now. Right. <laughs> uh, because, you, one, you don't have to be retired right. anymore. You can be an active business person mm-hmm. and still be a member. Mm-hmm. And they provide free, uh, they volunteer their time to provide free one-on-one counseling. Mm-hmm. And they also provide low-cost training on a variety of subjects. Right. Now, someone listening in Texas, someone listening in California, there are SBA law offices in every state. Exactly. And territory. And territory. Now, we say territory. What do you mean when you say that? Uh, Puerto Rico, Guam. And uh, Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, cool, cool. And, of course, Washington, D.C. Yeah. And so, with that being said, the, the whole purpose of the SBA, I'm assuming, is to develop businesses. If you develop business, there's income, there's taxes generated. So there's nothing, there's no agenda here. It's there to make a city stronger, make a community stronger, and that's the whole purpose. So when you come on a show like this, what is your general message that you're trying to get out to the general public about SBA? I think the main thing is that we are there to help you, whether you're getting started whether you are an existing business, mm-hmm. um, maybe you're now having some challenges as your business has grown and evolved. Mm-hmm. And we can help you at that stage as well. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about uh, I want to bring up this question because SBA does loans, correct? Well, we guarantee loans. Right. When I, like my um, nephew in Houston, when Hurricane Harvey came through, uh, his business was disrupted by by are damaged to wind damage and flooding. Now, is there is there available tools at the SBA that would assist anybody who who are da- who business get damaged in the Atlanta area or the state of Georgia area due to flooding or trying to reboot their business? There is, and that's actually handled by our office disaster of disaster assistance, mm-hmm. which is almost like a separate agency within SBA. Mm-hmm. Now, that side of the house actually does direct lending. Low mm-hmm. interest loans, right. mm-hmm. uh, repayment up to uh, 30 years, yes. mm-hmm. period. And it's for declared uh, disasters. Right. Mm-hmm. Either declared by uh, the president or the SBA administrator. Okay, cool. Let's do a quick recap on our first break. Okay. You go down to the office, you have SCORE waiting on you. SCORE is retired or active business owner. So you're not, you're not getting advice from some person that's been hired 
to fulfill a cubicle. These gentlemen who've been in the trenches have made the mistake. I made mistakes when I was a business owner. Sometimes you have to make a mistake to understand how to do it right. So they're there to advise. I, I could, could they use the word mentor? Yes. To mentor you through the process if you are, are a new business, a startup, or if you're a current business. Secondly, um, you have with, at the agency, you are is available in every state. SBAs are in every state and territories, territory including Guam, the Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico, and Washington, D.C. And then finally, can I use the word the services you provided are free? For the most part, yes. Okay. Look, we, we charge a little bit for training. Uh, the training our office conducts is free. Right. But mm-hmm. our resource partners are allowed to uh, charge to cover the cost of the training. Mm-hmm. They don't make a profit. The beauty of everything that you're talking about is that there's an opportunity. Yeah. There's an option, and that's your goal. Again, can you tell everybody how they can reach out to the SBA here in the Georgia market and also nationally? Mm-hmm. Well, nationally www.sba.gov, mm-hmm. and you can go there and go under local assistance, and it'll take you to the particular SBA in your office in mm-hmm. your location. Awesome. And then for the folks here in Georgia, sba.gov forward slash GA for Georgia mm-hmm. takes you to the Georgia district website. Mm-hmm. You can see what's going on here in the state, mm-hmm. what we're up to, and mm-hmm. how to reach us. Mm-hmm. Can one set appointments or is everything on the phone? Or can one take a, come down there and talk to somebody or everything's done online and on the phone? Uh, people do come by yes, and ma'am. we will uh, sit with them mm-hmm. and then can kind of direct them to where they can go for more hands-on right. assistance, but at least we can help them. Uh, outline outline a roadmap for doing that. Well, Terry, um, again, uh, uh, our time flies because you have information that we need to hear. Uh, as always, give us some information so I can put it on my, uh, my fan club, put it on my social media. Again, anytime you need us, Money Making Conversation is your home. Thank you again, Terry Dennis. <laughs> Thank you. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan. Bestegg.com slash plan. Again, bestegg.com slash plan. And change your life. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action. My next guest, she is a Food Network star. She was born in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm telling you something, some of the best food I've eaten is in Charleston, South Carolina. That whole South Carolina got it going on with some grub. And her passion for cooking started with her grandmother in her grandmother's kitchen. She is the host of two new shows on the Food Network, The Cup, the Cupcake Championship, and Delicious Miss Brown. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the very first time, Food Network star, Cartier Brown. Thanks for having me. Come on now. I'm happy to have you. You, you I've, I've, I've watched your video, girl. You, I'm going to tell you something. Miss Brown, I'm going to tell you something about Rashawn McDonald. You know, I love to eat. So you can't come on the show humble about your abilities because I've seen it. See, I'm not just going to let somebody on here that, that act like they can cook. I've seen video. i followed your career. See, people, see, I'm an eater. You, you keep laughing. I'm going to tell you something about me. Now, nobody comes on this show who can't cook act like they can cook. No, because I can cook. I can do the greens to the chitlins to the chitlins to the steaks. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, I know. No, I, I'm going to wake I mean, you up I'm now, girl. Humble, but I, I, I throw down. Come on. I know you can throw down. It's to wake you up and let you know who you were talking to. <laughs> See, I know you're famous and all. You get these people, oh, you can, oh, you know, they, they, they don't even read your bio really well. They, you know, they just talk about the show. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan <laughs> of you, Miss Brown. Okay. So let's I get that am, all out. I, I greatly appreciate it. Just get that all out the way now. <laughs> I can. I. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. I got. I got. A, I got an app. It's called Perfect Bake. I got over 80 recipes uh-huh. that I created. It's from a southern staff. You know, I do the baked banana pudding. Okay. Oh. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? You, she's southern. She know what I'm talking about. I'm not refrigerated. You uh, know. That, no. No. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's you know. that old. That's the old school banana. Yeah, that's the way my great grandmother used to make it. She put the great grandmother on. You know what I'm saying? I got history in my paper that I'm putting. I do the German chocolate cake. No, no, don't mess with me. All the way around, top and bottom, Ooh. inside, layered in between. I got to have my oh. German chocolate icing. That's old school. That's a, if you, if you, if you go over Europe, they just put it on top. Makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Makes me mad. Makes me mad. So now, you on my show today for the very first time, and I'm so happy that yeah. you was able to take the time, Miss Brown, to come on my show. Now, the cup. Let's start off with the first show because the the second show, Delicious Miss Brown. We're gonna talk about that for a minute because I pulled okay. th- four of the episodes. I pulled the information about it because I, I want to talk about it. shrimp fest. Uh, oh Lord. Okay. The the, the Sunday dinner. <laughs> Oh, Lord, so we're going to move uh-huh. I'm just setting everybody up for the food we're going to talk about later on. <laughs> because we're going to talk about desserts okay. up front. Is that all right with you? That's cool. fine with me. Cool. Now, talk about the Cupcake Championship. What exactly is that? So, Cupcake Championship is a, I don't know if you remember, a few years ago, they uh, Food Network had a few shows on Cupcake Wars right. and Cupcake Champions. Right. So, it's like a revamp of that because cupcakes are really popular um, during that time. And so it kind of went away for a while. The fat went down, and now cupcakes are really popular again. Uh, so Cupcake Championship is basically a revamping of that where world-class cupcakers come together. We call it the Cupcake Battleground. Mm-hmm. And they do two – they have two um, 
rounds. First round is the designer challenge, and the second round is the imagination challenge, where they just do things with cupcakes I had never seen before. Mm. These these contestants were absolutely amazing, and they make oh, they make tableaus that are just larger than life. They make one one of the contestants made a dinosaur ranch, and there was unicorns, and we've had flying cows, and this is all out of cupcakes. Okay, 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 cool. Okay, let's go back to the <laughs> cupcake dinosaur. Now, are they just little cupcakes, separate little cupcakes that they are, they just design it with? How does that? I'm just letting my imagination. We're on radio. we also on streaming okay. on Facebook. How does that? You, you said uh-huh. that real slick like we were supposed to pick that up. I know what a dinosaur <laughs> cake would look like, but what does a dinosaur cupcake look that? like? So basically, it's it's um, it's kind of like a tableau. It's more, almost like a pull apart. Right. So this artist actually made, put the cupcakes together and did like an airbrush design mm. of a dinosaur. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I never would have thought. And then the way that she shaped the cupcakes, mm. it was shaped like a dinosaur, but the airbrushing was more of the pictures and things like that. Wow. So this is uh, this it, is like uh, this is kind of like uh. Uh, cupcake championship on steroids. That, that's exactly what it is. Because, <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm in my little kitchen. Ex- I'm struggling with my red velvet with my little white icing. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you. I mean, I'm, I'm a baker. I love to bake, but to, to do it to that level of which they do it, it's, it's definitely a level of artistry. Mm-hmm. I'm old school. I can make you, like you said, German chocolate, red velvet, um, vanilla, chocolate. There you, you know, go. I can do there those things. Go. There you go. But the way that they put those things together really takes it really takes some skill. Now, here's the interesting thing about your background. Now, it says Charleston. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up in Charleston, South Carolina? I did. Okay, cool. I and grew up between Atlanta and Charleston. Yes, Atlanta. So your your whole experience has been Southern style cooking. I'm assuming, correct? Yes, it has. Okay, cool. Now, now you go off to college. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. With your, all these memories of your being in the kitchen with your grandmother. What? 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 How did she mm-hmm. influence you as a, as the talents that you possess today? What did she? What did she do for you, your grandmother? Well, being that I I don't have um, professional culinary background, mm-hmm. my culinary background is my grandmother. Mm-hmm. And because I'm of, and I'm, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure because you've done your research mm-hmm. you of Gullah Geechee. Have you heard of the Gullah people? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a little Geechee, different. You know I know about the Geechee people. So, I'm from New Orleans area. Come you know, on, you, you've been to Charleston. <laughs> come, on, come on, stop talking to me. <laughs> the low country. Come on now. You know, the low <laughs> So you know, so you know, there's a difference. Yes, it there's is. Southern mm-hmm. and there's there's Gullah Geechee. Mm-hmm. Now we're Southern people, mm-hmm. but we have a background yes, and our heritage of West African descent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So growing up in a household with a a grandmother that grew up in you know the 40s and the 50s, when very much of Charleston, South Carolina, was still you know very much rooted in the Gullah background. Especially my grandmother grew up. I don't know if you've heard of this on, in Charleston, but Wadmala Island. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I know exactly what that's at. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So that's where my grandmother grew up, and and where she grew up at was very you know there was one way in, one way out. Absolutely. She grew up on a farm, mm-hmm. so I grew up with a grandmother who learned most of her cooking from before farm to table was a fad. Right. So Mm -hmm. I grew up with a grandmother who who learned how to cook from things that she grew in her garden, from the the seafood that her her father caught with fishing nets that he made 
by hand. Right. So my background was not just learning how to fry chicken and, and macaroni and cheese, and which is all great, but I also learned a lot of stuff about my West African roots right. with like okra stew and um, shrimp and grits and, and all of those things that people now look at as a delicacy in restaurants. I grew up eating that. Awesome. Now let's go on to your so next that, show. That's what's Let's go on uh, to your next show. Mm -hmm. You know, delicious Miss Brad. Okay. Uh-huh, that's now, me. This is the description they told me. Shares the family events, culture, and recipes close to her heart, including Sunday supper mm -hmm. after crabbing on the dock, a low country ball at the beach, and shrimp boating to prepare, to prepare for the ultimate shrimp fest. Now, when you, when mm -hmm. you do a show like this, first of all, tell us your, your, your vision for the show before I start diving in and asking about food. <laughs> My, my vision for the show is to give the world a glimpse of an area that many people don't hear about unless it's in a form of a documentary. Yes, yes, um, and so it being on uh, showing an area in a, in a group of distinct group of people that live in a very beautiful area in the type of food that we cook, it's just me giving a glimpse into this world and also preserving my heritage. That's very important for me mm -hmm. with this show. Yeah. Now, this show, Delicious Miss Brown, premieres Sunday, July 28th mm -hmm. at 1130 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Pacific Standard mm -hmm. Time on the Food Network. Now, I went through. I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to tell you I'm a fan. Of, there, there are two people that <laughs> impressed me in the kitchen. It's you and my girl, the Pioneer Woman. You know what I'm talking about. The Pioneer Woman. Oh, yeah. That's my girl mm -hmm. right there. Miss Drummond. Oh, mm -hmm. she can make it look simple. <laughs> And make it look good. All and I've never seen anybody. She be talking and just be stirring and be moving stuff out of the kitchen and into the oven mm -hmm. so fast. And you do the same thing. So that's what I like about you because I I feel that because you and I'm not saying there's nothing there's nothing bad about being trained because everything's so natural. So when you talking that pan moving this mm -hmm. way that you grabbing over there you doing a pinch of this you're not measuring. That's that's how my mom cooked. My mom would be in the kitchen. Uh -huh. I I didn't know what she did, but when she finished it, all tastes good. <laughs> And that's how you, and that's a compliment Absolutely. to your skill set. Thank you. Cool. Now let's talk about this Thank episode you. number one. They're gonna premiere July twenty eighth, the Sunday supper. Now they said you talked, you you did fried chicken po' boys, grandma's crab mac and cheese, and for dessert mm -hmm. you had Aunt TC's famous lemon lime soda cake in a bunt shape. See, mm -hmm. bunt cakes is my thing. I love in a bunt cake. There you go. See, you know what I'm talking about. See, we, we're on the same page now. It took a minute to understand that I know the lingo. <laughs> so let's start, let's start with this. I've never had a fried chicken po' boy. Shrimp po' boy all day long. I go to Papa Do's. I got to get my shrimp po' boy. Mm -hmm. Fried mm -hmm. chicken po' boy? Tell me about that one. Yes, the fried chicken. So I decided to do something a little different. Now, I sure wanted to did. surprise my family on this episode. Mm-hmm and do something that they weren't looking for. Now, traditionally, after church, either the, the cooks at the church will cook or I will cook or somebody mm -hmm. in the family will cook, and we'll do our running the meal, you know, maybe some fried chicken, some fish and greens and all of that. But I wanted to kick things up a notch and do something they weren't expecting. So mm -hmm. I took uh, one of their favorites, my fried chicken, and mm -hmm. I wanted to do something a little bit more handheld since we were going to eat outside. Mm -hmm. So I came up with the idea of doing a fried chicken po' boy. So there's fried chicken strips. Right. That I do this really awesome marinade 
and dredge on the chicken. Mm. Uh, I topped it with a slaw. This we we <laughs> we got a special name uh, for this um, this sauce that I but you gotta you gotta watch the show to see the special. Absolutely, name come on, come on. So we do the special- I'm watching. <laughs> So we got to do, we got to do, uh, we do a little special sauce and then we, you know, to the typical, um, you know, some pickles and tomatoes and it's gigantic. It's insane. The sandwich is, is, is huge and we put it on a classic French bread. It's toasted with a little butter. So you get that flavor, you get crunch, you get color. It's a beautiful sandwich. Awesome. I'm in July 28th, Food <laughs> Network, 1130. Delicious uh-huh. Miss Brown. Now, let's go to this other episode, episode two. See, I like those low country balls. The closest I can get to it in the city, mm-hmm. I go over to the Juicy Crab. They throw out the ball legs, mm-hmm. the, the corn on the cob, mm-hmm. the sausage, the crab legs, and the shrimp. What exactly? That mm-hmm. right there. Or I get my master built out. <laughs> I drop that bad boy in some steam ball, put me them little them little round baby potatoes up in that bad boy. Them, <laughs> I'm winning, girl. I'm winning. What is your low country ball? What is your low country ball? So our low country ball in Charleston, it varies, um, but it's mainly the same. We call it frogmore stew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what we. It's the traditional. Now, when you we when you say frogmore stew, people people get a little, you know, put. Uh, I don't know. You got frogs. In here. I've never heard it. So, <laughs> so frogmore like stew is the name of is a. Frogmore is a little town right, right mm-hmm. outside of Hilton mm-hmm. Head that mm-hmm. where Low Country Boil originated. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Hilton Head, South Carolina. So yes, what we do is um, a typical frogmore stew or Low Country Boil where where I'm from, that part of the part of the Sea Islands, we use blue crab, mm. some type of pork sausage, mm. red potatoes, mm. corn, mm. and shrimp. There you go. That's it. I'm, I'm all in. Now Brown. I know some parts. Yeah, Don't and, worry about somebody. I'm all in. Nice little spicy sauce. I'm all in. I'm all in. July 28th, I'm all in. <laughs> Delicious Miss Brown, I'm all in. 11.30 Pacific Eastern, 10.30 Central. I'm all in. Don't miss that show because I'm hungry already. Now, you know I'm a fan, so you can come on my show anytime. I got to go right now, but let you know this. Let, know this about me. I'm a fan of yours. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards, and bills, and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash plan, bestegg.com slash plan, Again, bestdeck.com slash plan. And change your life. Rashawn McDonald, you're speaking and listening to Rashawn McDonald. I guess if you, not, if you have to speak, you have to talk back to me. If I'm doing all the speaking, then that means that I'm going to allow you to speak. But on Money Making Conversation, I invite you to participate. I invite you to follow me online. 
uh, Instagram, Money Making Conversations available there, Twitter, Facebook. The beauty of what I'm trying to do on this show is to be able to generate information that you would, would know where to get anyplace else. And I'm within my own style, because I have my own style, talk to successful people, whether they're celebrities, entrepreneurs, CEOs, owners of billion-dollar company, million-dollar. I've had them all on this show, and they will continue to come because of the fact that they know this is an honest show that has no agenda. I, fortunately for me, I feel that I'm successful. So I have no mission on this show but to give individuals who are not successful or who may be successful, to give them a nugget of information that allow them to soar stronger or higher than they, what they're achieving right now. I've, always, I've said this all my life, is that if I give you some information and you make a million dollars on it, all you can give me is a handshake because whatever you did with that information, I would have never used it to benefit myself. So I cannot be selfish and deny knowledge to people who need it. And that's what we do on Money Making Conversations. My next guest here, because she's on the phone, and she's uh, she's famous. She's big time. Because uh, I will be landing in New York tomorrow, and I will be seeing her work. That's how famous she is. My next guest, the thing I really was excited about this, you know, I, I, I researched all my guests, is the legacy, the history and, and, and of what she's done and what she's doing and what her family's done. And let me read the intro of my next guest. My next guest's grandfather uh, founded the family business in 1905. Her father took over in 1968, and her mother grew the business. Today, my next guest represents the fifth generation of the family's century-old business, McKissack and McKissack, the oldest minority and woman-owned design and construction firm in the country. Her firm has involved with some of the New York's largest projects, JFK Terminal 1, LaGuardia Central Terminal Building Redevelopment, LaGuardia, they could say, say LGA, that's that little term. If you fly a lot, you know it's LGA when you fly. Central Terminal Building Redevelopment, Coney Island Hospital Redevelopment, Harlem Hospital Center Modernization. The list goes on and on. And it's not just in the New York area, but it's throughout the entire country. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm deeply honored to have the president and CEO of McKissack, McKissack, and McKissack, and McKissack Cheryl McKissack-Daniel. Good morning. How are you? Good well, afternoon, maybe. <laughs> well, profoundly speaking, I'm speaking with success. And how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing terrific. Well, you know, I am out in well, San Diego what? this morning. Oh, San Diego. Okay, it's early for you. Okay, I like that. Now, is business <laughs> taking you out there? Are you on vacation out there in San Diego? Because I always like to talk about having a balanced life. That was something I failed miserably on in my life, Cheryl, because I was just out there with Steve Harvey. We were just grinding, and I never knew how to get off the wheel. And since I've gotten away from managing him, and I manage other talents now as well, and i got other hands and a lot of... Air National Guard contracts and all these type of things. I've learned how to balance more. I learned how to slow down and enjoy my success. You have a yeah. legacy of success. How do you balance that? Uh, well, I do take time for myself. Um, and, you know, while I'm out here on business, on my way out here, I stopped in Little Rock, Arkansas for a girls' trip. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. I love it. So you, you're going to teach Rashawn on Money Main Conversation today, okay? Okay. 
because because that's important that you say that. And you and the, and the reason I like about it because you smile about it. That's the happiness mm-hmm. that you're able to share your success. And sometimes if you don't share, it, then people will detach from you and and and, and gain a perception of who you really are not. And, right. and you yes. just, you're successful, but still deep down, God is giving you a gift, but you're just a regular person. And a lot of people mm-hmm. will, will put you on a, uh, a mountain or, or because they don't know. And so what, mm-hmm. but, but you carry that legacy though. And I have to go back to 1905 to 2019. Yes. What does that mean to you personally? <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty incredible to, be fifth generation. Um, most family business can't make it to the second generation. I think the statistics are um, in the 30 or 20 or 30 percent. Um, and third generation is more like 4 percent. And for us to be fifth generation, it is incredible. Um, you know, it gives you a, a sense of, of pride. Um, the For me, it gives me the ability to push through any situation that I have, mm-hmm. knowing that my forefathers overcame slavery, Jim Crow, the segregation in the South, mm-hmm. bigotry, mm-hmm. all of these things mm-hmm. to build a business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they could do that, there's nothing I can't do. So, um, you know, the company actually goes back to the 1790s. When the first descendant of my family came here as a slave mm. and um, was taught the trade of mm-hmm. making bricks by his slave master, William McKissick, mm-hmm. um, we believe at some point he uh, got his freedom mm-hmm. um, because he gave 365,000 bricks to the Cheers family in Nashville, Tennessee, a very prominent family, um, and they built a mansion. And that mansion is still standing. Um, his son was a master carpenter, Calvin McKissick. I mean, Moses McKissick, <laughs> the second. <laughs> I'm enjoying um, this conversation. It's like, okay, I can't go past Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. I can't go past <laughs> my grandmother. You all the way back in the 1700s, talking about when he came over and got out with some bricks. This is incredible That's information. Right. So what documentary are we working on on this radio show right now? What documentary? Uh, because you know this is a story. We, You're talking to the wrong person now. This is now, a story. Sure. This is a story. And we are working on something. And as there soon as we get it ready, we will let you know. There you go. You got to. But to continue the story, I don't want to. I just want to let you know that that part of this interview was your legacy, was your history, the historical past that. Because I know, you know, we're dealing with racism today. When, you know, mm-hmm. when to sit up and say, I'm smart. Mm-hmm that I can do something, that I can build something. Unquestionably, you know, the the the, 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 the being able to over, get permits, being denied, being denied the right, unions coming in, tearing down. I know exactly uh, some of the experiences because that's what that period delivered. It delivered rejection mm-hmm. physically, publicly for people of color, lynchings and all yeah. that thing burning down your success stories and all that stuff. So when, when you talk about your journey and where you're at today, you're female, minority-owned. What, 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 what story stands out about your, your, your history in this fifth-generation accomplishment of this company? 
Well, uh, the the story for me is my um, grandfather, Moses McKissick III, and Calvin McKissick, they incorporated us in 1905. Mm -hmm. And architectural licensing uh, boards did not go into effect in the state of Tennessee until 1922. So they would have lost their business if they did not get architectural license. Mm. They ended up going to correspondence school at MIT to receive architectural degrees. And then they go to apply to take their license and they, they're told, no, you can't take your license, the test for the, the license because you're black. Mm. Um, and so they were able to lobby the board and they found one board member who said, we cannot prevent these men from taking this test. Um, just because they're black. And then he said, you know, kind of flippant, uh, well, they're not going to pass it anyway. Right, 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 right. We, we, this, <laughs> this, is, this is hidden figures again right here. This is hidden figures. Uh, mm. uh, and so they take the exam. Of course they pass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they don't want to give them the license, but wow. they have to. Wow. Um, so they receive license 117 and 118 in the state of Tennessee. And the same board that did not want them to have the license, when they did receive their license and uh, the state of Tennessee received so much notoriety, that board went to bat for them to get licensed in 22 other states. Wow. The blessings yes. just kept growing. The blessings just kept on growing. Correct. Yes. Now, so that, that story is uh, one of being able to um, persevere right. against all odds, basically. I love it. I love it. She's my she's my queen. She's elegant. She's smart. She's a business owner, largest female minority firm in the country, largest. Cheryl, please come back on my show. Money making conversation is built for people like you. How many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? It just creeps upon you, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer and dryer, medical bills, and the killer. Those insane interest rate credit cards you had to use to pay for it. Here's a really smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online app that takes about a minute with no impact on your credit card score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. You hear me? Get your bills under control. Bank what you save and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com/plan. bestegg.com/plan. Again, bestdeck.com slash plan and change your life. Let me tell you about the host of Money Making Conversations, Rashawn McDonald. He's a social media influencer. 80% of his 700,000 plus social media followers are female. He's a two-time Emmy Award winner, three-time NAACP Image Award winner, sitcom writer, stand-up comic, former IBM executive, and has a degree in mathematics. 
More importantly, Rashawn McDonald will use his business and celebrity relationships to empower small businesses with information to succeed. Money Making Conversations continues online at www.moneymakingconversations.com and follow Money Making Conversations on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time you stop thinking about your dreams and put some plans into action.